the king of kosher wine is in our studio, and he's brought along some very special guests from Israel. We love meeting special guests from Israel, especially guests that are doing really cool stuff in Israel. And today, Jay Booksbaum is going to introduce to us the uh, Flam brothers, Gilad and Golan, who have turned the wine business into a family business. Jay Booksbaum, the king, the absolute king, the royalty. You're wearing your royal crown of royal wines. That's funny. You're wearing your royal crown today. How are you, sir? Good morning. Thank the good Lord. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful, huh? Thank God Shabbos is coming. Why? Why Shabbos? Because you get a better bottle of wine? Is that why? <laughs> Go down to my cellar and bring up a bottle of cellar? Flam uh, Reserve What's it like? What's the security on your cellar like? Is it like, you know, it's like 43 code numbers in order to get in? Go for it. No, I it's mean, what like, happens? Is there an armed no, guard? It's, no, it's... Uh, There's no it's, armed guard. Frankly, it's it used to be that way really? many years ago. <laughs> and then I, I finally decided... a German decided, shepherd or a real armed guard? I finally decided one day, free for all. Go <laughs> drink whatever you would like, whenever you would like it. That's an offer that... I get these calls all the time. You know, people say to me, Jake, can you get me this and can you sell it to me? And it's, you know... And I said to them, listen, it's illegal. You know, really? It's illegal. And you don't participate in the legal activities? Of course not. But anytime you want, you can come to my house and drink whatever you want. Really? That's right. Is that offer open to me, Jay? Absolutely. I may be there this afternoon. I'm ready. <laughs> Tell Brenda to have the pre-Shabbos kugel ready, please. <laughs> but you have to bring Stacy. All right. Well, believe me, I wouldn't do anything cool in this world without her. I hear you. Uh, the Flam Winery is where, Jay? Where? In, if I wanted to visit, where would I go in Israel? When I go to the north, the south, the east, the Beit west. Beit Shemesh. I'd go to Beit Shemesh? Right. There's a winery in Beit Shemesh. Right. You can attest to that. I can. And you've brought along this morning both Gilad and Golan Flam, who right. are from the Flam Winery in Israel. Uh, Boker Tov. Welcome. Boker Tov. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. How come I would suspect? I know a little bit about Israeli geography, a little right. bit. Why would I suspect that there likely would not be a winery in Beit Shemesh, or is that a really ridiculous assumption on my part? The only thing I can think of is because there's a, a cemetery nearby. No, but is it, is it, <laughs> I why not? Isn't it really hot there? Is it, isn't it tough to no, grow, grow grapes in that second, area? One second. Uh, first of all, just because the winery is located, listen, uh, the Herzog Winery else. is in uh, Oxnard, California. Since when? The only thing you get there is garlic. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I, I hope we don't have garlic in our wine. So you're you know? saying that the Flam operation happens in Beit Shemesh. Their vineyards might be somewhere else. Well, their vineyards, there are some vineyards that are close by. I'll let them talk about right. it. But the Judean Hills surrounds all of that area. Correct. And the Judean Hills has some wonderful vineyards, which they take some from. Right. But they also, I mean... Israel is the size of the state of New Jersey. Correct. So you can go to the, quote, Napa Valley of Israel, which is in the Golan, right. um, and only be an hour and a half, two hours away. Understood. Now I got it. Now I got the whole thing. Okay. This is uh, this is this is very doable to have your operation in Beit Shemesh and have vineyards in other places. Right. This is Gilad or Golan? Golan. Golan Shalom. Boker Tov. Hi, Boker Tov. Good morning. I'm very uh, impressed with your English, by the way. Very nice. <laughs> I want to hear some good Hebrew. It, no, not on this show. Not a chance. <laughs> Galitzal was the limit on that. I hear you. How long has the Flam Winery been in existence? Well, we are uh, we were established in 1998 when my brother and myself we decided that we would like to create a top quality winery. And actually, it is not really in the middle of the town of Bechemish. We are really at the very very beautiful, surrounded uh, by the Judean Hills. Scene. It is uh, four three miles. Uh, 
East, Gilad, north to Bechemish. And it is really where located. You can see in your, your beautiful picture of the beautiful scenery out of from our winery. And uh, yeah, most of the all everybody are most welcome to come and visit uh, the winery. Back in 1998, and you might be able to address this. In 1998, there were there were relatively few wineries in Israel, certainly compared to today, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm always saying that in. Uh, Israeli terms, we are one of the first Israeli boutique wineries, and uh, from the first minute, we're focusing on quality wines, and this is our every day, and uh, till today, our first mission to make the top wines we can make from the beautiful... Yeah, but in 98, how many wineries were there in Israel? In total? Yeah. Small wineries or in general? In general, I think you could have you could have found ten, twenty, thirty yeah, wineries. Twenty, twenty ones. And today, yeah. how many do you find in Israel? Four hundred. <laughs> there are four hundred today. <laughs> right. No wonder you're always traveling. There's so many places to get to. My yeah, gosh. bet you bet. That's unbelievable. And when we say boutique for the audience, what do we mean as compared to quote unquote a normal winery? Uh, uh, usually less than twenty thousand cases. Okay, very specialized. Trying right. to do the Just absolute to give you a best. perspective, uh, Carmel does a million cases. Right. Okay. Approximately between wine and grape juice. So that's not a boutique, but less than 20,000 cases. So boutique. when it comes to boutique, we're looking to do, to do a couple of varieties really well, make an impact in that way, right? And, yeah. and, and really concentrate on, uh, on those couple of things. So what was the first wine? The Flam Winery, what was the very first thing you guys ever did? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we were uh, born and raised into a wine atmosphere. Our dad was ah. first, probably was the first Israeli who went to study in UC Davis winemaking, and he became. That's the UC place. Davis is like the famous like wine Syracuse for broadcasting. Exactly, yeah. UC Davis in California, so, right. in Northern California. Sure. He was the chief winemaker, and Gilad and myself, we decided that we want to create a bit something different and. Uh, to go through the quality and. But what was your first wine? Ninety-eight was the no, no, first. What, no, what was the first wine? The first wine that the Flam Winery ever came out with was what? Was the first type? Ah, is there a language cab- barrier? <laughs> the Cabernet. Yes. Was what is it called? The Cabernet Sauvignon. Reserve. Cabernet Sauvignon is the first wine you ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did we know at that point that this could compete with other Cabernets? Like, how does a winemaker know that that this is good enough to, you know, to make an impact in the market? Um, actually, I was uh, uh, trained in uh, Tuscany. Uh, I Kipers, made uh, pish, pish. <laughs> Tuscany. <laughs> wow! So uh, <laughs> I really had a good idea about uh, good and top wines uh, around the world. And uh, from the first day, this was my benchmark to make the like the great wines of Tuscany or or Bordeaux. And uh, thanks God, we have really great. Uh, Climatic conditions in Israel, uh, and we can really make great wine from the top soils of the Upper Galilee and the Judana Hills. You have every climatic condition in Israel. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I keep telling people this, this famous thing that I always say in my wine tastings. Yeah. You can go skiing in the morning right. and scuba diving in the afternoon. Correct. In the same day. Golad and Gilad Flam are here. Flam Winery in Israel. Jay Bookspam has brought them by from the Holy Land. So now you started with the Cabernet. How many varieties are there today? Uh, today we're focusing on still uh, four or five uh, main Bordelais varieties like uh, Merlot, uh, 
Cabernet Franc, Petit Verdot, and the Syrah has also great potential in, in the land of Israel. And from the whites, we're making only one white wine, but it's very, very fresh and delicious, which the idea is to show the flesh and fresh, uh, beautiful aromas of the Sauvignon Blanc and the Chardonnay. Now, uh, I'm looking at all of these labels. Yeah. I assume, and you know what type of wine drinker I am, I assume the one I would gravitate to first would be the rosé. You agree or not? I agree. That would be the one. Yeah, but that you get, be you're the, becoming uh, a, know, a bit I'm of a, a fine schmecker. I am becoming a big chef. I, I have to tell to you home. something. You know, yeah. there's a beautiful backstory here too. Besides the fact that Yisrael, their father, I know for many, many years, and, and was the UC Davis guy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, until recently, until 2010, they've been in business since when? 98? 98, yeah. Until 2010, everybody in Israel, the uh, glitteria, so to speak, you know, the, the mm-hmm. real upper crust, knew about Flam, but anybody who was kosher couldn't drink it because it wasn't under certification. Right. It's only since 2010 that it's under certification. It's only for the last approximately two years or so that it's even available in the United States. And how many of them are available in the United States? All of them at this point? Yeah. Everything is available in the U.S.? So what happens? You bring these gentlemen from Israel, and you're traveling, what, the entire country with them, or the New York area? Pretty much. We went to Florida. You're serious. Did tastings? Oh, God. We had this, this, like, a KFWE Miami. Unofficial, I guess. No, no. It was was official? It was, yeah. Semi-official. It was semi-official because we partnered, or... We partnered with a charitable organization, which we don't do in the other right. ones. And they really got all the people. We supplied all the wine. Anyway, so we did it in Miami. Uh, last Wednesday, I was in Minnesota. We did a mini KFWE, which was official in Minnesota. Could you imagine? In Minnesota. And uh, they've been all over New York and New Jersey. It's it's just been a whirlwind tour. Uh, if there are 400 wineries... Of course, it, we got to get up at the crack of dawn to, in the uh, middle of the night to see you. Can't complain about that. <laughs> no, um, not at all. If you go ahead and... Uh, if there are, in fact, 400 wineries, we'll use that number, you know, right. Stamazoy, as they Stamazoy. say. If there are 400 wineries in Israel, what percentage of Israeli wineries have wines available in the United States, in your opinion? Around what not, number? I'll tell you. Uh, what percent? Five percent. So it's a big deal when a wine gets exported from Israel to the U.S. It's like it's a tremendous, not just market push in terms of we want to sell more bottles of wine. It's a tremendous market push in terms of international reputation. Well, that that, and I want to give an alert to your listenership. This is very important. There's 400 wineries. The bulk of the bulk of the volume is under kosher certification right. because it's made by the big wineries mm-hmm. that are kosher, <clears throat> but the more than 80% of those 400 wineries are not under kosher certification. And I've seen it happen. A lot of times people will pick up a, a wine in Israel because it has Hebrew on sure. it. They'll assume that of it's course. kosher under kosher certification. I don't want to say it's not kosher, yeah, but right, it's not kosher certification is not supervised. And then they'll bring it home. So you got to be careful. Could that ever happen here? Have you seen, <laughs> yes, not, I've seen, you've seen non-certified Israeli wines sure, in this country? Sure, and there are. Interesting. There are. Which means you're not bringing it in. Someone yeah, well, you got to be careful. Yeah, I understand. I, I'm talking to, you know, alert consumers. If you brought it in, it would be kosher. <laughs> you bet. There you go. Jay Booksbaum is here. We're speaking with the Flam brothers, Gilad and Golan, who are visiting from Israel, touring the United States, and um, and uh, presenting uh, their Flam winery uh, wines in these different venues. Um, is it difficult to work? 
because you are brothers? <laughs> is it difficult? <laughs> is it a difficult team? You know, it's funny when I said the Flob brothers are coming in, I thought people were thinking must be an accounting firm, must be a, you know, <laughs> a law firm, law firm right, right? You know, is it difficult to work in a winery under these circumstances? Um, no, it's challenging. <laughs> difficult, not it's challenging, but uh, I think that. Uh, Really, uh, first of all, family, it's a very important value in our, uh, we are working together as brothers. We are working with our mother, which is the finance and she is the big manager. Mm. We're working with our sister. They better come father. back with good results in yeah. the U.S. Otherwise, mama's not going to be happy. Hey, mom, I need lunch money. <laughs> mama, Minnesota went well. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I think it's, I like it very much, you know, to work with uh, my brother. We know each other since we were born, and yeah, uh, that's true. And so, I guess uh, there's some advantages to that. No, but yeah. also, I, you know, talk about the division of labor here. Yeah. Why they have different departments they're in charge of? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what is your role and what is Gilad's I'm role? I'm uh, on the business development, on uh, marketing, on export, and this is uh, my responsibility. Golan is uh, more on the vineyards, production, uh, winemaking, uh, all this kind of stuff. So we are really working in different divisions. So you have the frustrating job of having to pick those grapes at the exact right time, right? Exactly. And exactly. it is frustrating. Um, and, and, and if it's the wrong season, sometimes it can, you know, yeah, different yeah, things yeah. can interrupt it's, it's, the it's, the schedule, right? Yeah, yeah, it's very, very challenging, but this is at the end of the day, you are valued at these days. Like, right. you have really to run all around in the vineyards and uh, right. not, not to give up, to let it another two days, another three days, even though the sugar levels are over there, but still to taste and to taste the, the grapes. And it's really, it's all uh, very, very... Action uh, period. Not okay. easy to fight nature, huh? <laughs> and when and and in general, well, I don't ask in general. I ask specifically about your winery. Do do wineries like yours get into markets that are not the United States first? Like, do you make attempts to uh, go to Europe and other so, countries? Yeah, yeah, of course. I will tell you. Just two weeks ago, we were in a big event in Amsterdam, and there were a lot of. Uh, it's for the non-kosher uh, market, and a lot of sommeliers and wine people came, consumers came to this event. One day before, we were in a big event in the OAV in Paris, which nice. all the best sommeliers from Paris came. We are exporting to Hong Kong, to Singapore, to Belgium. So, uh, and those came before the U.S. or after? That's came uh, some of them in parallel, uh, in parallel, but. Uh, you know, everybody in the world now became to know more and more Israeli wines right. as quality wines. Israel can produce a high-end wines that can compete every single area in the world. And this is our main mission. When we established this winery, our main mission was to produce quality wines from the land, from the soil of Israel, and it doesn't matter if it goes to this crowd or to uh, this crowd. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, for us, it's, it's amazing to see how more, more and more people are getting into Israeli wines and how service this, the, the wine business and the wine industry is doing for Israel. People know Israel not from the political point of view and not from the, all the, you know, conflicts and blah, blah, blah. They know Israel from 
taste, from quality, from culinary. So this is the service that we are feeling that we are doing for Israel when we are presenting Israel in Amsterdam. For One of the reasons that you're here and that Jay's always bringing us generally uh, Israeli wineries, generally when you right. come in with guest That's wineries, right. it's usually from Israel, and you, of course, work with a million different countries. Right. Uh, is, is for those two reasons. Number one, we want everyone out there to know that Israel is producing a great wine. And I think that you're right in terms of impression of Israel. It's a big help. And secondly, our listeners need to know when they buy Israeli wine, they are supporting the Israeli economy. I mean, I know that it, it sounds crazy that people wouldn't know that. But go buy a case of wine from Israel, and it's having a major effect on the Israeli economy. We talked about that uh, a few months ago when uh, yeah, the Gaza the conflict. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think in the end of the day, you know, wine business, it's a lot of agriculture. And uh, when we have our uh, vineyards in the Judean Hills, and we have also two vineyards in the north, it's like on the border with Lebanon. So this is what is so nice in this industry that... Uh, you know, it's an industry that's uh, all over Israel and in the more on the border part of Israel, not only in the center like Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. And uh, yeah, Israel have to develop the agriculture in Israel, not only the high tech. Speaking with uh, Golan and Gilad Flam and Jay Buxbaum, of course, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. <laughs> all right, the big question. This is how we always uh, sum it up. Can people visit your winery? Are you set up at this point where where tours, where visitors can come, taste some wine, buy some wine, see something cool. I mean, some wineries in Israel have done great in this area. How have you been progressing in this so, area? So, uh, yeah, of course, our winery is open to the people who want to visit the winery. We have a very nice terrace that you see the Judean hills from the terrace. You can have a very professional uh, meeting with events, uh, yeah. uh, events and meeting uh, mm-hmm. about and talking about uh, wine and professional tasting and um, yeah people can have a great uh, experience uh, in and no this wondering. is for your listeners only yeah <laughs> nobody or they go nobody yeah. else yeah. so any please if you're not don't uh, spread the word don't spread the word right don't put it on social media you you <laughs> let them know that Gilad and Golan personally invited you before you go send them an email and they'll they'll pull out the they'll pull out the stops for you. I just I, I want to say something kind of cute. Yeah. For those of you of a certain age, all right. I doubt that's me. But go ahead. <laughs> People used to know Israel way back when for the Uzi. Remember the Uzi? Sure, okay. Sure. And, then, the Mer- and the Merkava and all those and the Merkava, things. right. And then people used to, no, not used to, then people now know Israel for the high tech. Right. You know? Startup nation. Startup nation. And, you know, I think, but, and, the, and that's wonderful too. It's certainly better than knowing Israel for the Uzi or, you know, it's a little yeah, better. Understood. But the viscerality, so to speak, the visceralness of knowing it for an unbelievable great 91 point wine parker from uh, from the flams I, I would think that's 91.1 you're saying yeah there you go 91 <laughs> you like that huh? that's, the, that's the station here is, is, it just it goes into your bones i mean it it goes into your shabbos table i'll never forget uh, uh nathan herzog's father feish herzog used to say guys we are not selling wine we're selling bar mitzvahs we're right. selling weddings we're selling friday night Kiddish, you know, and if you can do that with a, you know, with a great wine like Flam makes, it's unbelievable. What kind of lachaim did you have when you heard about the '91? What kind of celebration was there at the Flam Winery? Was it a big deal? Was it as big as Jay's say? That's quite a score, Jay. Yeah, sure. Over a ninety? Yeah, we know that's a big deal. It is a big deal. 
Uh, the Flom Winery in Israel information, I assume, is a website. What should people do? Yeah, com. F-L-A-M winery.com. You can meet the Flom brothers in the Holy Land, and you can go on your next trip. A lot of people going at the end of December. A lot of people going at the end of January to Israel. You can go and enjoy. And and what are these? These three bottles are which ones? Which ones are these? You have... Uh, all right, you have uh, Flam Classico, which is a, yeah. uh, what they call a traditional Bordeaux, Bordelais-type blend. Cabernet Merlot. And uh, we have here the Flam Blanc. So actually the Flam Classico represents more the terroir or the land of the Judean Hills, which the vineyards are growing. And the Cab Reserve, which uh, one of our top uh, wines... Uh, coming from the Benzema village, uh, the, vil- the vineyards of the Benzema village, very, very dense and uh, elegant on the other side, aged for 14 months in French oak. Really very, very nice wine. Which one uh, goes to Gary Ambrose? Which one would be the most sophisticated one? If the to, cap. That's the cap? Bring it to Gary. That's the one. Ta- give him a big up. That's me. the one where <coughs> Absolutely. You, know, you have that guy that you know that on- you only goes to the top of the line. That's yeah. the one you give him. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jay's always bringing us great entertainment, I must say. Thank you to Gilad and Golan Flam. It's the Flam Winery. They're online, flamwinery.com, F-L-A-M. They have a great story of their brotherhood and their history of their family's business in the Holy Land. And we invite everybody to keep buying those Israeli wines, no matter where you're going. Le- Leo or not? Leo uh, or not? <laughs> no matter where you're going. Lipa. Lipa. Actually, we went to Lipa the other night. We went to Lipa. He brought together about 20 people from Teaneck. Nice. From, not from Teaneck. Uh, what's the big shul in um, the really big one that they just built up in uh, right next to Teaneck? Um, Bergenfield. Oh. Englewood? Englewood, right. And the president was there, Lee, Lee Lasher, and his lovely wife, Cheryl. And we had an unbelievable evening there. They brought in 25 people and... <laughs> It was just it was just a lot of fun. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, so you can uh, go and uh, continue to support the Israeli wineries. We continue to encourage it. Jay, thank you. Have a great Shabbos, kiddo. Thank, thank you. you. Gilad and Golan, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Dashcham to everybody at the Flam Winery. Thank you. They, they know what Dashcham means, I don't right? Know what yeah. Oh, you don't know what it means? <laughs> it, it means like best regards. Oh, okay. Trishat <laughs> Shalom. Dash. Trishat okay, Shalom. This is where your Williamsburg background, again, does not come in handy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Uh, more coming up. It's a Friday morning. Uh, say it again, I'm sorry? Say it in Yiddish. And I, I should know say it in Yiddish. You'd, you'd know it in a second. Um, yeah, I guess it would be Zaygezunt. Zaygezunt. How do you say best regards in Yiddish? How do you do that? Alice Gitz. Alice Gitz? Yeah. Nah, you're not. Well, you're not getting all it right. Good. You're know. not getting it right. Best regards. You want someone to to convey best regards to somebody in Yiddish? What would you say? Our listener is going to pounce on you. Shika gris. That's it. That's the way yeah. you do it. Otherwise, you're going to get pounded. Shika gris. Shika gris. Send regards. Send regards. And that means in a positive way. There you go. Uh, more coming up. Weekly update. Malcolm Holmline and plenty more on a Friday morning. This is JM in the AM.